In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. We're in Revelation chapter 8 today, and we have come now to the last seal. Do you remember? There were seven seal judgments that God said would be the first round of judgments poured out on this planet in the tribulation age. Uh, we began with the first seal uh, being the white horse of the Antichrist and his false religious system. And then the red horse of bloodshed and war, and then the black horse of famine and starvation and economic disaster, and then the pale horse of death and hell following on its heels. And then the fifth seal, persecution and martyrdom of those who do believe on the Lord in that period. And the sixth seal, natural disasters, disruption, and despair. Fear literally filling the hearts of men of every station in life. The rich and the poor, the educated and uneducated, the, the strong, or at least those that think they're strong, and the weak, everyone trembling now, wondering about their future. Now we come to Revelation chapter 8, and the seventh seal is broken. And here's what's very interesting. When the seventh seal gets broken, uh, one thing happens. Silence. Isn't that interesting? Because in all the other seal judgments, there was noise. Lots of noise. Uh, either the judgment itself produced noise. Remember the, the sound of thunder John heard. Uh, there was... Uh, natural disasters taking place. Imagine the noise associated with that. There's the weeping and wailing and crying of people. A lot of noise. But when the seventh seal is broken, there is no noise. There is just silence amidst all the noise. And notice, only God can bring silence in the midst of the noise. Only God can, can bring everything to a screeching halt. It's almost like, almost like the eye of a storm. Have you ever been in the eye of a tremendous storm and there is a sudden stillness? It's almost eerie. Well, may I say to you, this seventh seal, this last seal, that really is what it is. It's the eye of the storm because the seal judgments are not the end. This is not the final judgment. Remember, we're still early in the book of Revelation. The seal judgments are the beginning of judgments. And when this seal gets broken, it just sets in motion another round of judgments. But before the next wave of judgment comes, God just brings everything to a screeching halt. And in the silence, what do we hear? In the silence, what do we see? Well, listen to Revelation chapter 8, verses 2 through 6. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints, upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Now, 
The next wave of judgment is going to be referred to as the trumpet judgment. So that's why you see seven angels standing here with seven trumpets getting ready to sound. There's more judgment on the way. But before that comes, in the silence, what do we get a glimpse of? We get a glimpse of people praying, God's people praying. Do you remember... In the, in the previous chapters, we saw these persecuted saints on earth crying out for vengeance, crying out for justice. How long, Lord? They're praying. God's people have always been a praying people, but they, they have prayed most in the most difficult hours. I think there's a great lesson in that for us. It is our despair that drives us to the Lord, who is our only hope. I remember Abraham Lincoln famously saying that there were many times in his presidency that he was driven to his knees by the consciousness that he had nowhere else to go. I think perhaps that's a good application for all of us today. God's people ought to be a praying people in the darkest hours. And so in this dark time of the tribulation, those who believe on the Lord, who become followers of God and of the truth, they're going to be praying, crying out to God. And their prayers are ascending up to heaven. And here's the other side of that. God gives us a glimpse not only of what's coming up, uh, but actually where it's coming to because we get a picture of God Himself listening. In fact, the, the angel that's bringing the prayers up into the, the presence of God is doing so by offering the smoke of incense. You remember all through the Old Testament, every time an offering or sacrifice was given, there was incense used. And that incense would rise up to heaven. It was symbolic of it coming up into the nostrils of God uh, that, uh, that sweet savor. Oh, I love this thought. That in the most bitter times, God is hearing the prayers of His children. In the most bitter circumstances, your prayers are a sweet offering to the Lord. So we see God's people praying. We see God Himself listening. And then we see that God sends the answer. This is powerful. What actually sets in motion of the next wave of judgment. What sets in motion the seven trumpet judgments? What, what sets in motion uh, the rest of God's program in the following verses of Revelation chapter 8? It's the prayers of God's people. The judgment is poured out in response to the prayers of God's people. And I think there's a, a tremendous principle here. This is, this is not just something uh, for prophecy. This is something for me personally today. This is not just something for those people. This is a universal principle of prayer and it is this, that prayer reaches heaven and sets in motion God's will on earth. Do you remember how Jesus taught His disciples to pray? Uh, As in heaven, so in earth. Thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. Uh, remember how Jesus Himself prayed, Not my will, but thine be done. So these people are praying in accordance with the will of God. They're lining their prayers up with God's program and with God's purpose and God's plan. And so their prayers are setting in motion. They're the trigger, if you will, that sets in motion the next step in God's great work. I think that's very encouraging to me because it reminds me that in the most dark and desperate moments, if God's people will just pray, persecuted, uh, belittled, demeaned, uh, mocked, yes, but if God's people will just pray, the God of heaven will hear and answer their prayers. See, the God who said, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not, that God, he's still on the throne. 
He's still listening. His ear is open to the prayers of His people. His eye is forever on His saints wherever they are and whatever they're dealing with. And God still answers prayer. Let that become a great encouragement to your faith and a great motivation to your own prayer today. I love this beautiful picture of silence and prayer joined together. In a, in a noisy world, in a, in a world where lots of uh, noise is going on and lots of distraction all around us, you know what we need? We need to get alone with God in the quiet place, in the secret place, and in that place of silence commune with God because prayer reaches heaven and sets in motion God's will on earth. That has always been true. That is true today. And that will even be true in the tribulation age, Revelation chapter number 8. Friend, take this principle for your own today. Commune with God and believe that God always hears and answers prayer. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.